The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, and Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries and their ortho-quick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joints. It is seven minutes past the hour of 10 o'clock here on Monday morning in Columbia, Tennessee. October 12th is every Monday we will be joined by our friend Mr. Chip Walters, brought to you by the law offices of Blake Kelly. You can find Mr. Kelly on his Facebook and Instagram. So make sure that you do that. Again, Chip Walters brought to you by the law offices of Blake Kelly. And You I'll can also you, call Blake Kelly at 615-305-4539. This guy's got a memory like a iron vault. Something like that. Sporting his new found tan hmm. after a trip to South Florida. <laughs> Joining us on the line now is Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders play-by-play. I guess I was trying to come up with some kind of emphatic introduction, but I couldn't come up with a, a word that even remotely describes the amazingness of chip walters so we will bring him in now without any further ado <laughs> chip welcome hey guys how are y'all this morning how are you sir after um a victorious trip to south florida well it made uh, made for a nice uh nice flight home and uh you know and and you know and i'm sure for you know coach stock and 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 the players they 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 typically they they kind of do it run an NFL schedule they they play on Saturday they'll come out and they'll practice on Sunday and then Monday is their day off so they practiced yesterday and I'm sure there was a little extra zip in the step yesterday and you know it always makes you feel good about yourself when you can go on the road and get a win makes that off day a little easier to enjoy too I would imagine after that 31-28 victory over um, host Florida International. He just dropped off uh, technical issues. We'll get him back on in just a moment. Just dropped off there. So. Well, three weeks in a row. Third time was not the charm for us. That's <laughs> we'll try okay. again next week. <laughs> we'll do it again. Yeah. It's what we, it's what we do here. Right. But, yeah, you know, Middle Tennessee going down to Ricardo Silva Stadium. Got to love that. And, and, <laughs> and really, you know, the, the um, margin aside – this was a pretty decisive victory for the Blue Raiders as you look at it. They um they led 17-14 at the half, but they had a 17-point second quarter and then they had to hold off um FIU late, but um another performance that was 
pretty Asher O'Hara driven. Is that is that fair to say, Chip? Yeah, it, it is. Uh, 106 yards rushing for him. 106 of the 161 rushing yards came from from Asher, and he threw for 268. And you know the thing that you that really you feel good for him about is he threw two early interceptions. One of them on the third play of the game. And which gave FIU a, a very short field, uh, and and they they went up seven nothing almost immediately, and uh, and then another middle was going in and had a great drive in about the twenty yard line, and he kind of short armed the ball and it, almost about a half jump pass, you know, to a receiver right at the goal line and and uh, short armed it a little bit. A linebacker was able to jump up and grab it. And then after that, he really got things going. And uh, and, and then, you know, to, for what they did, to it, the way they ended the game, you know, they, they get the ball back with about six minutes to go, five minutes to go right in there, bring it down, needing to score a touchdown. Uh, and, you know, they got to midfield with about two and a half to play, something like that. And so you knew at that time that was going to be their last opportunity. Mm-hmm. So it was not, you know, go down, quick and kick field goal, get the ball back. You knew they had to score a touchdown on that drive. So they continued down, got it uh, inside and and, uh, and 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 threw a nice, really nice pass uh, for, for the touchdown, his second touchdown of the night. And it was uh, Jaron Pierce again. He and Yusuf Ali have really risen to the occasion uh, of being kind of the go-to receivers. C.J. Windham also had four catches on the night and had a touchdown. And since he's been able to get back in the lineup, he's got a you know big NFL type body. Uh, he, he's playing well, and so that got him the lead. And then, uh, interestingly enough, uh, as you, you know my analyst very well, West Counts, and uh, the uh, their quarterback, uh, Kalen Wiggins. You know he he doesn't throw it very well, mm-hmm. and and all night long, Scott Schaefer had been calling up blitz packages and bringing pressure on Wiggins, trying to force him out of his comfort zone. And West just kept saying, he goes, you know, you keep bringing pressure. He's going to throw it to you at some point. And then sure enough, they, after middle had taken the lead, kicked back off and, uh, and it was, uh, they threw it over. He threw it over the middle and, uh, Miami native Greg, great, uh, able to uh, make the game winning interception in his hometown. So that was, kind of a nice little bow on the package right there yeah i caught the tail end of that ball game and um ball kind of took off on um on the fiu quarterback there over the middle which is not where you want one to take off on you at but um you know for no, for, because you because you typically have safety help back there yes and that's what happened and so you know it, i guess it was a little ironic that o'hara throws two picks early and FIU throws one late, and and that was kind of the decisive play right there. Yeah, it was, and you know, and you know, sometimes you know you you're always going to have mistakes in the game, and sometimes it comes down to when you make that mistake. And uh, you know, uh, not that you know one, one interception does not necessarily always equal another, but because in this case it, it wasn't a pick six, but it you know it certainly got you the ball back and, and allowed you to run the clock out and. Butch Davis, you know, at, at that point, you know, knew that he could not call enough timeouts right. to to save the game. So he, he he didn't call any, as a matter of fact. And 
uh, and, and middle was able to run the clock out and get the, get the win. And, and, and I'm telling you, tough conditions for both teams. It was so muggy and hot down there at kickoff time at four o'clock central hmm. or four o'clock Eastern, three o'clock central. It was 90 degrees, but the feel like the air was so thick and the humidity was so high. The air, the feel like was 101, uh, at, at, at kickoff. And, so and, and you know the thing is I didn't see many cramp issues. You had you had some other injuries and guys go down, but I did not see you know a ton of cramping issues. And that's a credit to you know those guys, the, the sports medicine staff, and you know the trainers in preparing early in the week. Start your hydration. You know when you've got a game like that, starting it you know on Wednesday and Thursday, and and to where you don't have those issues come Saturday. Feels like one hundred and one. Second weekend in October. That's crazy. Yeah, how about that? 101 feel like temperature, and and Stock in his post game said he he was he was going to go with the feel like of 150 <laughs> because he saw he said said he felt like that that was what it was all about. Yeah, great win for the Blue Raiders. Much needed win. Get to one and yep. four overall. One and two in conference play with that 31-28 win at Florida International. Again, we're speaking with the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. And um, this segment sponsored by the law office of Blake Kelly. Chip, um, what's next on the docket for the Blue Raiders? Back home against North Texas, uh, Saturday afternoon, 4 o'clock Central Time. Uh, at at Floyd Stadium, there are a few individual game tickets. Again, there, the the uh, the attendance restrictions are still ongoing, but there are some tickets available at GoBlueRaiders.com/tickets, uh, and you can buy those online. And all all ticketing this year, there's no hard paper tickets. Everything is mobile ticketing, so you do it off of your device. But uh, North Texas. Uh, just lost at home over the weekend to Charlotte, 49 to 21. They've had some COVID issues on their team. As a matter of fact, they they had uh, one game where they did not have anybody uh, in their linebacking core that was in there too deep that was available. I mean, they had moved fullbacks, wide receivers, other folks over to play to play linebacker. They had lost a game early in the year to Houston, but that was not that was Houston's. Uh, COVID issues, but but uh, they they have had their struggles. They have scored some points, but they have given up uh, tons of points and tons of yards. So they, they have struggled in that area, uh, and and they come in on Saturday a bit wounded, but in uh, middle, you know, hopefully feeling pretty good about you know themselves and and feeling better about where they are, and and, and they've gotten better you know over the last three weeks and. You know, you're five points away from being three and zero in in conference play, and um, and, and and you know the, the the hard part is sometimes you you play a lot better and improve and didn't have things to show for it, and uh, but middle was able to close it out over the weekend with FIU, and now you've got a chance to come home. If you can play well, you'd have a great shot against North Texas and get some momentum on your side. As you mentioned, North Texas comes in here one and three overall, zero and two in conference USA play, following that forty nine twenty one loss to visiting Charlotte. Um, besides Asher O'Hara, what do you take out of this past weekend? Uh, that the defense the, the defense gave up two long runs, 
uh, outside of that, I'm not sure they gave up another. Uh, every coach has a different name for it—a boom play or what? You know, an explosive play or whatever. They gave up a 63-yard run and a 65-yard run, and a lot of that I think came from the fact that that Scott Schaefer went into the game with the with the intention of of bringing a lot of pressure. And when you do that, you make yourself vulnerable. If if, if somebody gets a, gets a block on a linebacker, and you've got you know safeties coming up on run support. You know, if they make one good block, you, you put yourself in a position where you could give up a big run. If they got two big runs and they got the, you know, the short field touchdown, the other thing that I come away with is the defense is playing pretty good, doggone good right now. They gave up 20 last week to Western uh, in a loss uh, and, and, and then come back and give up 28 this time around, had five sacks, seven tackles for loss. So they are they're, they're they're getting folks healthy and starting to play pretty good right now. And again, you've got this stretch coming where you've got uh, North Texas this week. Uh, then the following weekend, you go to Rice, who has not yet played a game. the uh, The game with Middle will be their first. I was going to ask. And then you get a they, week off. Yeah. You get a week off before you go into a, a, a pretty tough November that has back to back road trips to Marshall and Troy uh, right in the middle of November. So. So you, you want to make some hay right now while you can. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of this this weekend's game against North Texas, this is a completely different offense than what you saw this past week as they like to throw the ball around a little bit. And, and, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this kid's name right, but Austin Ani. They're, they're, well, I don't know. I, I will I will learn his name uh, tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm talking to their play-by-play guy tonight. <laughs> And uh, so we're going to have our little skull session tonight. So I will, but yes, they do like to throw it around, and they have scored some points. They've got some. They've got some talented running backs, uh, three that they like, and they've got a lot of wide receivers. And we've seen, you know, we've seen North Texas kind of change the way they play offense several times over the past few years. But you know, right now, you know, offense is not their issue right now. It, their their big problem is they have had. You know they have had people just running free against them uh, sure. defensively. So uh, it, it is. This will be. Uh, you know the the secondary will be, will be tested this week. But again, you know it's a. You know it all works together. If you can get pressure up front, it uh, it makes life easier uh, on, on your secondary by by forcing the quarterback out of his comfort zone. But don't you feel like though, Chip, the way you guys are constructed that a team that throws it around kind of plays into y'all's hand with the talent you got on the back end? Well, you know, you would, you would hope so. Uh, Reed Blankenship, you know, is back there. And Greg Great is, you know, Blankenship is, a you know, on all kinds of, you know, all kinds of different watch, watch lists, the Bronco Nagurski and all those. But you've got, you've got two good corners that, that play really physical. DeCorian Patterson is, is back. He, he had a little – he got nicked up a little bit. He plays very physical at one of the corner positions. And then you've got two really talented guys like, like you know, Blankenship and Great uh, on the back end that, that, you know, that are, you know, play center field pretty good but also give good run support. And, and, and both are good uh, tacklers in space. So, and against a team like North Texas – that's a that's a skill that, that comes in handy. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on Ani or On or whatever his name Austin. is, uh, Austin. <laughs> Austin was a three-star prospect who signed with TCU out of high school, but then he decided to play six years with the New York Yankees organization and made it up to high A Tampa ball before spending the spring at Arkansas. So this is a guy who's got some power five potential playing in Conference USA, and he's got a heck of a receiver to throw to who Jalen Darden had a insane game on Saturday. 13 catches, 244 yards, and three scores. So he's definitely – those two will definitely test the secondary, and we're I'm excited for one to, to see how – the two strengths play to each other. Again, Chip, we're going to let yeah. you go because I know you've got uh, Rick's press conference coming up here in just a few moments, but we'd appreciate you spending some time with us here on Monday morning. Every Monday, we appreciate it. I do appreciate it. I do want to leave you with one little odd sure. tidbit of the week, okay? Uh, and this has nothing to do with sports. All right. I to, uh, uh, my toaster went out, okay? Uh, and I had to, had to buy a new toaster. Uh and this kind of this kind of has me questioning where the world is because I bought a toaster, nothing fancy, just two slice, you know, push it down, and it's a toaster. That's it, nothing fancy. It had a thirty-two page instruction booklet. <laughs> How many different languages were those? Though? I mean, uh, one. Oh, <laughs> thirty-two page instruction booklet. Well, I, man. <laughs> That's tough. I can pretty That's well just, tell you that I have never read the instruction manual to a toaster. That, well, you you and I have something in common. I, I, all I did was I saw that. I said, That's a little thicker than it needs to be. And I looked to see what the last page number was, and it was thirty-two. So there's 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 your there's your odd fact of the day. Without a doubt, <laughs> that that's that's certainly the leader in the clubhouse. No question, man. That's good. Thanks, Chip, so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Once again, Chip Walters, voice of the Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders. He's brought to you each week by the law office of Blake Kelly, who's serving the listening area in accident and injury law. Call Blake at 615-305-4539 or visit his page on Facebook or Instagram. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some baseball news and some NFL. We've got Titans, Falcons, Cowboys. Cowboys. All kinds of news coming back. When we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. <laughs> 